Hello everyone, you are listening to the Open to Happiness podcast. I am your host Nicoleta and today I am doing another solo episode to explore with you what makes change so difficult. I have been in my life through many stages where I've really struggled to change. And even when change happened, I found it very difficult to sustain that change. Then trying and learning from what's working and what's not working. In time, I developed a system that has helped me and hundreds of other people to transform our lives for good. I call it the seven steps of real transformation framework. And today I will share with you how to make those changes that you have been waiting for for such a long time. So keep listening. Do we really need a system to transform our lives? Why is change so difficult? And how can we go through real transformation? Hello again, I am Nicoleta Porojanu and today I will explore with you how to make change possible and what system to use to transform your life so you can move into the direction of your realistic dreams. Let me tell you my story first. Throughout my five decades of life, I have searched continuously for ways to make change possible and to shift my life from where it was at the time to where I wanted it realistically to be. And changes did take place, but they were not long-lasting. And the same happened in the lives of my clients in therapy and in the lives of so many other people around me. And it took me decades of struggles, of thinking, of searches, to discover what makes transformation possible. And today, I am going to share this with you. I will take you through the seven steps of real transformation framework, which is a system that I discovered throughout all of these searches in my clinical practice, through my social encounters, and of course, in my private life, through my own challenges. And this discovery has completely changed my life and the lives of thousands of other people. And now, maybe it's your time. But firstly, let's see why we need a system to transform our lives. Well, if transformation would happen just like this, then most people would probably be in the life of their dreams. But we know that this is not the case. And we know that we need a system for everything we want to achieve in our lives. Because without structure, it is very, very difficult, if not impossible, to achieve something that is valuable and something that is long-lasting in life. You see, learning is, by its nature, a very structured process based on imitation and repetition. And any transformation has, at its core, a very complex process of learning. 
But then why, despite our consistent learning, change remains so difficult? I'll say that change is made with resistance by every single one of us, because in order to change, we need to replace something old with something new. And most people struggle to strip themselves from anything that has become in time comfortable and familiar. And our attachment to the old ways is a common barrier in creating real change and transformation. So I would like to invite you to scrap your old way of changing and get initiated in the seven steps of real transformation process and I will take a very clear example to show you how you can implement this in any change that you want to make in your life. Let's choose a very common struggle that we all face in our lives. A challenge in one of our close relationships. A challenge that ends up making us a little bit unhappy and prompts us to make that change. Let's imagine that you have a partner who is not treating you right, the way you want. It could be that your partner is self-centered or maybe your partner is abusive or neglective. Your partner has perhaps little awareness or ignores completely your needs and desires and you feel increasingly frustrated and really disappointed with that relationship. Now, you have that knowing inside of you that you deserve better. And you are finally desperate to make a change. Perhaps there have been times in the past when you have spoken to your partner about your feelings, about how you experience the relationship. And maybe there have been times when your partner made minor changes, but immediately after that, invariably, the relationship fell over and over again into the same dynamic. So what you need right now is not a minor change, but a real transformation. You don't want to go back to explain to your partner what is important to you. And your partner might say again, yeah, 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 okay, I'll do it at a verbal level. You want now a real transformation. You want something that changes all three actors in this relationship. You, your partner, and your couple. But how do we do this? And who needs to change? Is it you, your partner, or both of you? I would say that because it is you that has spotted this problem, and demands a change, requires a change, needs a change, it will have to be you that starts to work on this. So let's now take this issue of yours to the seven steps of real transformation process, which are understanding, acceptance, letting go, integration, forgiveness, healing, and transformation. I will lend you all the tools you need. All you have to do is use them. And if you do, you will succeed in your goal. Let's take your problem to the seven steps of real transformation right now. Step one, as we mentioned, is understanding. You really need to understand what is happening between you two. 
and you need to understand your partner's response. And here are some questions that might help you prepare for this. Why is it important for you to be treated a certain way? Where have you seen this dynamic before? What does it mean to you if your partner does not treat you the way that you wish? Now, of course, we're pointing back at the essential values for good and happy relationships that I spoke about a few weeks back. If we want to continue asking, are you happy to continue this relationship, even if there is no change? Why do you think your partner treats you that way? Where do you think he learned that behavior? Is your partner aware of the impact this behavior has on you? Because only after you explored all of these questions and you have understood the dynamic between you two, you are more likely to move into a state of acceptance. Because step two is acceptance. And you will have to accept that this is how the situation is right now. You will have to accept that maybe this is how the situation has been for a long time. Accept that the situation might never change. And it might continue to be like this for a while. Also that for reasons outside of your control, this situation, despite all your efforts, will remain the same. You might have to accept that you have this particular need that is very important to you. You might have to accept that your partner is not exactly the idealized version of your partner that you thought he is, and accept that you will require some good work on this to get it sorted. And only after you've accepted all of this, you can move into the third step, which is letting go. As soon as you accept the reality of your life, you can then let go of the pain, that pain that came with the experience. And to do that, you will have to surrender to what was and to stop resisting what is. You will have to let what happened in the past to stay in the past. Of course, you can revisit those memories, but you need to release that pain that you trapped inside and you need to avoid thinking at that particular issue all the time and appreciate all of the other aspects that are good in your relationship. Then you need to ask yourself, can you still love your partner even if he's having all of these faults? Because you need to aim to stay in the now, in the present moment, most of the times and set regular times to work on this, to reflect on this. Because after you reach that level of surrender, you can finally move into the step four, which is integration of learning and meaning. Now that you have surrendered, you are ready to focus on finding solutions instead of searching for someone to blame. And this is the best time to extract some meaning from this experience and to find out why it came onto your path and what are its teachings. So make a list with all the information you collected in steps one and three, and then start reviewing your relationships from its inception to this very moment. 
then create two columns on your workbook and insert all the positives in one and all the negatives in this relationship in the second one. Then you need to clarify what is the meaning of this relationship in your life. Write down who else treated you that way in your past and find if there is a pattern in this dynamic between you two, something that has been there part of your life in the past. What is this experience teaching you about yourself, about your partner, and about people in general? Because with your focus on repairing the relationship, now that you have understood your circumstances, that you have learned surrender to this reality that is unfolding in front of your eyes, and of course you have learned the lessons that this experience has brought into your life, you can now finally explore the possibility of forgiveness. Forgiveness is step five. What does forgiveness mean to you? Does forgiveness take place into your mind, into your thought process, or into your heart, into your emotions? It's important to figure out, have you ever felt the peace of forgiveness deep inside your heart? Has anyone asked you for forgiveness up until now and have you granted it? Have you ever made amends yourself for your own wrongdoings? Will you be able to forgive your partner even if he or she never changes? And what needs your partner to do to show genuine regret and remorse to earn your forgiveness? Because this way, you're moving gradually onto step six, which is healing. Because forgiveness at step five is essential for your mental health. It paves the way for healing and for real transformation. But in order to heal, you need to permit yourself to learn to take a few moments of presence to silence your mind that is bringing back all of those memories, those unpleasant times when you've been hurt. And then breathe deeply through your nose and exhale deeply through your mouth. Learn to meditate, to be in mindful living. And then sigh out all your pain from all the hurting that have been caused to you by your partner and then connect with that pure and kind, extraordinary, one in a billion human being inside of you. Feel your depths. Feel your infinite resources and possibilities that are available to you. And connect with your strengths and let that inner light to heal you from the inside out. Because when you achieve that, you arrived at the last step, which is step seven, transformation, and you start to transform. Because when you had that feeling of healing inside of you, now you're transforming gradually. And if you want to verify if you have really transformed, or you're only thinking that you have transformed, well, ask yourself and answer the following questions. Have I managed to understand the nuggets of these seven steps of real 
transformation, dynamic. Have I been able to accept the reality as it is and control only what I can control? Am I capable to let go and surrender to stop resisting what is? Have I learned anything in this process? Could I forgive the wrongdoings of my partner and release all of this pain? Have I healed at all throughout this process? Do I feel transformed in any way? Am I more able to deal with such problems in the future? Because you see, real transformation takes place within you, from the within out, and it's changing you for good. And when that happens, you are not the same person that you used to be. And what changes in this process is not just your mindset, but also your relationship with your physical body and your relationship with your soul and your emotional life. Because this process of transformation is not a thought process. By saying, I am transforming myself, I do not actually transform. That may well be an intention, a very good one, but without action, nothing really changes. Some clients ask me in the past, how do I know if I have really transformed or I am only deluded in my mind that I changed? And I usually encourage them to ask themselves and answer within themselves very honestly these three questions. Do I really feel transformed in my mind? Do I really feel transformed in my body? Do I really feel transformed in my soul? And if the answer is yes to all these three questions, then the transformation is real and has taken place in the wholeness of you, at the core of your being. And your life will never be the same again. Does this sound easy to you? It is actually easy. The only hard part is putting this into practice. You will have to take action in order to see results. And the good part is that all this process of of self-discovery is very, very exciting and is very captivating. And it it brings a lot of joy and happiness into your life and a lot of healing. So... I'm actually quite excited for you right now and I can't wait to to maybe hear from you how it went for you when you tried it. So we've had a look into the seven steps of real transformation process. And now towards the end, let's recap together in what areas of life you can implement this system and how's the best way to do it. Now, based on my experience, You can use this system in any area of your life, in any area that you want to transform, reshuffle something or just change completely. My clients use this system, these seven steps of real transformation process to change their physical aspect, their body shape, their fitness, their nutrition, to change their mindset, maybe to reevaluate their values, to review their core beliefs, to filter their habits, to stop their negative thinking, 
maybe to sharpen their perception, to boost their motivation and volition, to improve their language and speaking, and perhaps to increase their attention and concentration. They have also used it to change their emotional life and to reconnect with their real self, maybe to allow their real self to emerge and to understand their whole self. They also used it to make changes in one of their four relationship circles, to improve the relationship they had with themselves, to heal and maybe repair the relationship they had with their family, to create and maintain very positive relationships with their friends, with their workmates and bosses, with their neighbors, with their idols and virtual connections, and of course to understand and manage their relationship with the world, which is the earth, the nature, the ecosystem, the, the universe, the science, the education, the spirituality, religion, politics, the systems that that set order around us, and of course the social justice system, the economy, the job market, the career paths available, also the media, the social media, the technology, the internet, the artificial intelligence, and so on. And now let's review the best way to implement these seven steps of real transformation process in your life. When you want to change something in your life, start by taking that issue, that wish, that problem through the seven steps of real transformation one by one. And in this process, you need to make sure that you take notes because you need to have a record of all this self-reflection. You might want to revisit it later on. Make sure that you allow for some time to complete this process because often we need to sleep on things. In other words, we need to reset our mind to sleep a few times in order to allow ourselves to, to look into our issue from a much broader perspective. Do this and I promise you, you will transform your life. And if you want to use these seven steps of real transformation system to improve your life on multiple levels, in different areas, to do a 360-degree life makeover, you can check out my package at nicoletaporojano.com. That's it for now. I hope my little story has inspired you to to really go for that transformation that, that you want to make in your life. Now you have your own system that you can use to help you reach your goals. And um, if you want a little bit of extra help, you can always download the PDF I left for you in the description. That will definitely help you step-by-step step to fulfill your wishes. A big thanks to all of you listening and watching this episode on YouTube. And until next time, I am wishing you all good health and happiness. And don't forget to stay open. Stay open.